Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Jamie Vandermullen is the Vice President of Sustainability Initiatives at Nutrient. I got the chance to catch up with her during World Dairy Expo to check in on where we are with carbon credits and what farmers should be watching for. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess. So, Jamie, you are the Vice President of Sustainability Initiatives at Nutrient. But tell me what Nutrient is. Nutrient is a company that was founded in 2015 by leading dairy cooperatives, uh, the Dairy Checkoff and NNPF. And the goal was to exactly kind of help farms avoid regulation and increased kind of challenges on the environmental side and instead turn that into kind of a profit stream, right? So how can we take things like valuable manure and turn that into a profit stream and ensure that farms can adopt technologies that not only make a make a change from an environmental standpoint, but are also economically viable. And that first piece is attainable. We have all the technologies kind of that we need today to make improvements. The challenges are how do we get those on farms? That's the economics that, that kind of get in the way. Jamie, we've been hearing the words carbon credits for a while now, but there's not been any real movement. When do you think this will be something that farmers can utilize? I think a, that's a million dollar question that everyone's probably asking asking right now, is this tomorrow? Is it five years from now? When is this opportunity actually going to come to fruition? And I can I can see it on my own farm. That's a tough question to answer. But I think what we go back to is the money and the drivers are really there today. So if you look at what is driving these markets, it comes back to the consumer. The consumer is more interested in a sustainable product. That doesn't seem to change. And we're going to see more and more of that. There are aggressive goals being set by companies and by countries today that are really driving a lot of these markets and regulations, which drive the markets even more. So there's a lot of things in the mix. And in addition to just the excitement from the government, we've saw the Climate Smart Commodities proposal come through, many dairy winners around that, as well as the Inflation Reduction Act. That's all support coming from the government as well. Although those, those won't create the markets, they're going to help drive them. So if you kind of look at the amount of awareness and attention and money that's coming into this space right now, I think it's really promising that these are going to, to start to come over the next few years. So tell me what this means for the farms out there that have already adopted these practices that the carbon credits seem to be based around. And that's probably the number one question that we get in this space. What does it mean for farms that maybe have already made big changes on their farms? And we know many farms today are making really impressive sustainability changes, which is great. But what does that mean if you've already taken that step forward? We can say that a lot of the markets do not recognize kind of early adopters. And that's a really big challenge and one that, you know, I think a lot of the markets need to look at is how do you continue to demonstrate improvement to gain that credit if a farm has already kind of taken that step forward. So that's definitely a challenge in the space right now and one that needs to be explored because today a lot of the markets don't include kind of that additionality piece, which is farms who have have taken steps forward already. Jamie, do you see this as something that is really just made for the large crop farmers or is this something that, say, someone 
someone who's more focused on cows or livestock, doesn't have a lot of acres, is going to be able to utilize. So I think what we've seen in the markets today is that a lot of it has benefited kind of the carbon sequestration piece or what can be done to improve soil health and sequester carbon. A lot of farmers that have participated have been kind of traditionally row crop farmers, but the opportunity for dairy, I think, is really huge because if you look at the entire footprint of the farm or the emissions footprint of the farm, there are four areas of the farm that provide opportunities to potentially gain carbon credits or environmental credits. That could be through kind of feed additives and enteric emissions. That could be through energy creation, manure management, and and how that is stored and managed, and even through the creation of fertilizer. So across the entire farm, there's so many opportunities. And that's what we really want dairy to understand is you need to understand kind of from a comprehensive view what can be done on your farm, because it's not just in the field through carbon sequestration and soil health, there are a lot more opportunities for dairy. Sustainability is a huge buzzword. We all hear it all the time, but does it really matter to the people at the grocery store, Jamie? What we often say now is sustainability is really table stakes. This is not an optional kind of quest anymore, and it's definitely not something that's going away. We see that 70% of consumers would like to see companies' uh, sustainable practices to be more visible to the public, and they want to hear about them, and they want to know them. They want brands to help them live a more sustainable lifestyle and understand how that product kind of helps them through their own sustainability journeys. The consumer insights are clear. This is only increasing. We even looked at them kind of post-COVID thinking, would COVID throw things off a little bit? And consumers might back down from their environmental concerns, but that definitely was not the case. And they're more driven than ever to make sure that companies are investing in sustainable products and they're seeing that in stores. As farmers start looking towards the future, we know there will be different programs coming out. We know there will be benchmarking coming out. But what is this going to look like for farmers in the future? I think if we look at the future, the goal would be how can we provide financial incentives and markets for farms to voluntarily adopt the practices that they want to adopt? The number one question we get from farms today is, where am I from a greenhouse gas emissions footprint? I don't know where my farm stands today. So it's hard to understand what are the steps you need to take to move forward, and especially some of the financial burdens that go along with that. The goal would be helping farmers farms understand through kind of an assessment, where's your farm today? And then getting greater access to technical assistance. I think that is one of the biggest challenges that the industry has today is the access for farms to get technical assistance in all the areas of the farm that they need from the field to cow health to manure management, making sure that there's resources available to provide them with next steps and and matching that too with the financial incentives or the markets that are available and out there that can help make those changes. Okay, Jamie, farmers are ready. They want to get into the carbon market. What do they need to know? Preston Food just did a survey and found that 97% of farms aren't yet ready to participate, either because they haven't heard of carbon credits, they need some changes to be made to the programs, or they're kind of just sitting back and, and waiting to see what happens. So I think the opportunity is definitely there. But my advice to farms would be make sure you're asking the right questions. Some of the questions that you may want to think about are what are the payment periods, right? How 
often am I getting paid? Am I getting paid off outcome of the sustainability practice that I adopt? Or am I getting paid for the practice? And obviously a big one is what is the payment amount? We talked about size. Find out if there's a minimum acreage that's required for the market or the program that you're interested in participating. Are there certain locations? Data is a big piece. Who owns that data? What are the requirements? Who has access to that data and how is it being used? Make sure those questions are asked. Program start date and end date. What is the contract duration? And that comes into play when you think about some of these contracts, maybe 15 to to 20 years. Do you have a succession plan in place for your firm thinking about signing into a contract that that is that lengthy? And then kind of who pays for the monitoring? A big expense that goes into a lot of these is, is verification of the practice and monitoring and making sure that you're comfortable with how that's being conducted and where that cost lies. You mentioned verification. How is that being performed right now? From a verification standpoint, there are third parties that conduct the verification on farms. And quite honestly, every program is very different. Some people call this space the wild, wild west because of the kind of lack of consistency that exists across the different markets and programs. But I think as time goes on, we have to remember that this is a very new space. A lot of these markets, you know, we, we've seen a couple dozen maybe um, around there have come online in the last few years, right? So it's important to remember this is new and it's developing. And a lot of those kind of things are being worked out as we speak. Any final thoughts you want to add in here, Jamie? Overall, I'm really excited about the potential in this space. And we need to think about it in a way that there are opportunities to diversify revenue streams for farms. Milk has been the main commodity coming off farms for generations and generations. Now we need to think about this as a potential revenue streams that farms can explore. I think it's exciting. I think that farms should really do their due diligence as they approach these different markets. Make sure you're reaching out to experts. Keep your options open. Talk to another farmer who's maybe doing it and and get connected to hear from them how the program's going and if they have any kind of watch outs or things to think about as you approach it. And overall, I would just encourage you to, to stay curious and keep exploring this space because we're excited about it and I think it's a really promising next step for agriculture. Jamie, where can farmers find out more about Nutrient and the work you're doing. If you'd like to find out more about Nutrient, you can visit Nutrient.com. On that website, we also have an email and call number. We're happy to take calls if you have questions as a farmer about your next steps and just want to talk to an expert. That is something that we we offer to farms. So happy to kind of take those calls and explore your options with you. It sounds like after lots of talk, things are finally happening with carbon credits. Thanks, Jamie, for joining us. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess.